Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 4th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. And the first part of this series, I'm really just focused on fellowshipping with the Father. And then I'm going to shift and transition to teach on fellowshipping with other people. But as we've been dealing with fellowshipping with God, with the Father, uh, you can't do that without the Holy Spirit. So today, part 24 of the series, the title is Spending Time with Holy Spirit. As a believer, you got to spend time with the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, I talked about being led of the Holy Spirit, and I showed you three different scripture passages that kind of differentiated between a baby Christian who's born again, who has the Holy Spirit, but doesn't know how to hear his voice or, you know, be led of the Spirit in any way, or a full-grown son of God who is led of the Holy Spirit in all things. And since I like to teach by both precept an example. Today, I'm going to give you some examples because yesterday I was teaching principles and precepts. So let's take a look at an example. It's going to come from the Apostle Paul and also a man named Barnabas. So in Acts chapter 9, the Apostle Paul was converted. So in one moment, he was terrorizing the church of God. He was going around having Christians killed or believers killed. And the next moment, he was knocked off his high horse, like literally knocked off of a horse in Acts chapter 9. God knocked him off his high horse and he was born again. God immediately revealed to Paul that he was supposed to preach the gospel. So what did Paul do? Well, he tried, like some of us do, to preach right away. So he he tried to preach the gospel right away. The problem was that no one was going to listen to him. It was the right thing at the wrong time. This guy was a terrorist. I mean, he was terrorizing believers in one moment. So now he's out here trying to to advance the cause of Christ when he was terrorizing people for believing in the cause of Christ, what was the result? The net result was people tried to kill him. And so he got out of that situation uh, after an attempt on his life, and he decided to go find the people who had walked with Jesus, and maybe they could help him. So he went to Jerusalem. And when he got there, what, what did he do? Well, he tried to preach again. He started preaching in Jerusalem. He started preaching Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the son of God. And before long, the Jews there wanted to kill him as well. And the only person really that showed Paul any kindness uh, was a man named Barnabas. And so Barnabas kind of went out of his way, introduced Paul. His name was still Saul, but this was before the conversion uh, to where he's actually known as, as Paul. But he introduced Saul or Paul to the disciples uh, and, and the disciples knew that there were Jews there that were ready to kill Paul. So the disciples actually, this is some good stuff, like out of the movies. They take Paul and said, man, you got to get out of here. So Jerusalem was a wall city. They take him to one of the rooms on the top of the wall that has a window and they put him in a basket and they tie a rope to the basket and they let Paul down the wall in a basket so that he doesn't die in Jerusalem before he's able to do what he's called to do. So Paul knew that he was a new man, that he was called to, to preach the gospel, but he really hadn't spent any time with God yet. So, so he went home. He went home to Tarsus. Um, and the Bible says, it's funny, that when he left, everybody had peace, right? And you know, one of those people that just stirs up mess. Once he was out of the picture, everybody had peace. So Paul went home and he spent three years in, in Tarsus, getting to know God and and really learning of God and spending time with the Holy Spirit. And God was going to make a way for Paul when the right time came. So during this time, um, the gospel made it all the way from Jerusalem 
from Israel and made it out to Syria. And so uh, there were some believers in Antioch. And so the, the leaders of the church, a New Testament church, came together and said, well, let's send someone to Antioch. And they selected, they prayed, they were led to select Barnabas. So they send Barnabas to Antioch. And, and, and Barnabas is there now in Antioch. And, um, and Antioch is in Turkey. So he's in Turkey. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Paul is the one that's in Syria at this point. So Paul is home in Syria, Tarsus. Barnabas is in Turkey, in Antioch. So Barnabas is now leading this group of believers, and, and the congregation keeps growing. So after a couple of years, he's like, man, I need some help. And this is when you really see, like, you know, a great example of Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit leads Barnabas to do something radical. Barnabas leaves where he's at in Turkey and travels all the way to Syria. And this is like over 80 miles. And, and, and remember, this is, this is 2,000 years ago. So we're talking about a time with, with no modern-day transportation. It wasn't like he got into a powered boat. It wasn't like he had a, a locomotive. It wasn't like he had a car, none of that. So he traveled with the transportation of the time over 80 miles just because he was led to do it. And he got there, and when he got there, um, he talked to Paul, and he brings him back from Antioch, from Syria to Turkey, and says, man, I need you to come work ministry with me. And he comes back, and the two of them now are a duo in ministry, and man, I'm telling you, they were effective. Led of the Holy Spirit, so effective that the Bible says that we as believers were called Christians, the word Christian means like Christ. So the, the term Christian was used first in Antioch because of Paul and Barnabas. And by, by this point now, I'm in Acts chapter 13. I took you from Acts 9 to Acts 13. So in Acts 13, I just want to read to you what Acts 13 verses 1 through 4 says, because this again is Holy Spirit. This is, this is amazing. So at this time, now all of this has happened. The church is growing. And now it's time to sell, send some people out like on missions. So they came together. They prayed and they said, Holy Spirit, what do you want us to do? So the Bible says in the church in Antioch, there were some prophets and teachers. There was Barnabas, Simeon, also called Niger, Lucius from the city of Cyrene, Manaen, who had grown up with King Herod, and then Saul or Paul. These men were all serving the Lord and fasting when the Holy Spirit spoke. And the Holy Spirit said to them, appoint Barnabas and Saul to do a special work for me. They are the ones that I have chosen to do it. So the church fasted and prayed, the Bible says, and they laid their hands on Barnabas and Saul and they sent them out. And then the Bible says Barnabas and Saul was sent out by the Holy Spirit and then they went here and they went here, they went here. You keep reading. So they went all of these places led of the Holy Spirit to go. And when it was time to send, there was like, Holy Spirit wants us to send somebody out. Let's pray. They fasted. They prayed. They came together. Holy Spirit said, okay, these are the two I want to send. I'm choosing them to go out. And they was like, okay, cool. So they laid hands on them and then they sent them out. And then as they went, they were led of the Holy Spirit to go, right? So, so what does this mean to you today? You're like, man, this is, this is a good story, Rick. But what does this mean to me? Well, listen, as a believer, you got to do what they did. I mean, they were just being led of the Holy Spirit to do whatever they were supposed to do, to say whatever they were supposed to say, to go wherever they were supposed to go. This is how we're supposed to live. So what does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you about the Holy Spirit. Here we go. Number one, 
I can point to countless examples, right? Where Jesus was led of the Holy Spirit to perform the Father's will. The problem is that the reason why I'm not using Jesus in this example, even though I like to use Jesus, is that while Jesus is the greatest example of us, he's not just an example for us, he's actually an example of us. There are many people today that for whatever reason, they don't see themselves on the same level as Jesus. So they say, well, that was Jesus. I'm not Jesus. That doesn't apply to me. First of all, that's wrong. But okay, fine. For those people that feel that way, I'm using someone else. That's why I use Paul and Barnabas. Paul and Bar Barnabas were ordinary men. I mean, in the case of Paul, matter of fact, he did more harm than good. In the case of Paul, I mean, he, all of us can relate to Paul. I mean, he really messed up and God called him anyway. So these were two ordinary guys that were led of the Holy Spirit. And because they were, they changed the world. They literally changed the world because they were led of the Holy Spirit. And guess what? You can do the same. Number two, when the leaders of the New Testament church needed a, a leader for the believers in Antioch, they were led of God to send Barnabas. And when Barnabas needed help, he was led of God to travel over 80 miles with no modern transportation to go find Paul. And once Paul got on the staff, the church grew. You know why the church grew? Because they were being led of the Holy Spirit. Number three, when it was time to send people out on missions, then the Holy Spirit himself selected Paul and Barnabas. The Holy Spirit said to the believers there, hey, listen, appoint Barnabas and Saul to this special work for me. They are the ones that I have chosen to do, the, to do it. So Paul and Barnabas, they left and they were led of the Holy Spirit every step of the way. Once again, this is how we're supposed to live. So number four, and finally, this is, I'm going to close with this for today. Look at me. Teaching you principles is good. Teaching you these examples is good. It really just boils down to this. The Holy Spirit is a person. He is a person of the Godhead. He is no less God than God the Father. He's no less God than God the Son. And if you're born again, the Holy Spirit, God himself, is living on the inside of you. So come on, talk to him. Spend time with him. The more you fellowship with the Father through the Holy Spirit, the better equipped you will be to leave the mark in this world that you were born to leave. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for me too, right? So let's, let's together declare some things over our lives. I want you to lift up your voice and say something over your life. Repeat after me in faith and say this. Say, Father, I made Jesus my Lord. I am born again. So now your spirit lives in me. From now on, I am going to spend time with the Holy Spirit every day. Holy Spirit, you are in me to lead God and direct me. So I will allow you to. I spend time with you and you spend time with me. I am your sheep. I hear your voice, the voice of a stranger I will not follow. I am led of you, Holy Spirit, today and every day. I will do whatever you tell me to do. I'll go wherever you lead me to go. And I'll say whatever you tell me to say when I get there. I am walking around with God on the inside of me. So from now on, I will be led of you, Father, by your Spirit, every second of every day. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button. When you subscribe, you're going to get all my notes in your email inbox for free, right? So why not sign up? Sign up todaysword.org. Get the messages today. And also, uh, as you head into this day, just make a decision right now that you're just going to be led of the Holy Spirit, that you're going to spend time with him. You're going to get to know him. And the more you get to know him, 
Obviously, you're getting to know God. Your life will never be the same. And then do me a favor. Please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Go into this day. Have an amazing day with the Holy Spirit, Him with you. And if you do, if you spend time with Him, I'm telling you, you will live an amazing life. God bless you.